What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday. It is Thursday, March 23rd. <laughs> We're coming to you every Monday and Thursday, is which is Thursday. We all know it's Thursday. I didn't even need to say it, right? Y'all <laughs> yeah, know yeah. it's Thursday? We know it's Thursday. Yes, you're okay. right. Friday uh, Eve, as we say in the corporate world. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, That's uh, Dragonfly Jones and LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. Uh, Tyler and John. Uh, please, Saturday, we have got our next uh, interview episode coming out with the one and only Langston Kerman. Uh, very much excited for all of you to get to hear that. Uh, but so we're just going to go ahead and jump straight into it. Uh, yeah, the, the Langston one, I'm very, I'm excited for people to hear that. That was a, that was yes. a fun episode. He's a very Just funny Langston, human man. Man. That is the very right funny. Guy. Yeah, Jackson's ready to leave us for Langston Kerman, bro. I was every, time, every, time, every time we don't get me started, he tells us he tells us that he thinks he's funnier than we are. Don't get me started, dude. You have no idea how I feel. <laughs> you guys don't even. You guys think you have a funny podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! You guys think you know comedy? <laughs> no loyalty. No loyalty. <clears throat> Fucking Jackson's eyebrows touched his scalp, touched right. the very top of his head when we said we had Langston coming on. He right, was, right. He's fucking. He's. He said he's like he's the funniest person on the world, and he was making direct eye contact with Tyler when he said it. 
<laughs> um, let's talk about last night's Lakers game. Uh, guys, a lot of chatter out there about Austin Reeves. He's had a great last five games, very efficient, doing a great job of getting to the line. The um, Mayo Mamba, as I've seen him be referenced to. <laughs> Hillbilly Kobe, AR-15, <laughs> the Mayo Mamba. Before the pod, I was saying he was adequately liked, and then you throw these <laughs> yeah. descriptions. But no, I think I, bro, I, Austin Reeves... Like I, I think, well, hold on. Like, let me let me tee it up ahead, for you, John. Ahead, let me, ahead, let me tee ahead, it up for you, ahead, like like the the way that the chatter is going. Where do you guys have Austin Reeves's himometer? Where is he on the himometer? How him is Austin Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> is he Himothy Chalamet? Chalamet? Oh, yeah, Chalamet? 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 I think he's right where he should be on that monitor. I, I I was I was talking to Jackson before this too, like bro, like I don't necessarily like that Austin Reeves is the guy that we go to when AD's not doing what he should be doing, right? <laughs> That's not gonna Thank get you. us far. You they know? gotta go to somebody, but but he's been great. He's been great. He's efficient as fuck. He plays smart as well. You know, what I mean, I like him. I like he's. Just, I mean, solid, solid, solid fucking player. Better than he's I a, expected him to be, too. Yeah, he he he's a he's a hooper. I mean, the 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 kid is fearless. You know, I I know we joke about having that dog in there, but that, that is like his best attribute. The kid just is not scared. He is he plays like you know beyond his years. Um, but I do think I do think that he is for sure getting the fucking Lakers boost. Like we got to be serious here. The NBA account posted a twelve minute highlight reel of this dude, right? <laughs> of of Austin, a twelve minute highlight clip. Bro, they they posted it on YouTube. They tweeted about it. Like that's for sure the fucking Lakers stimulus package. We we did it with Caruso. Caruso's a a very fucking good player. Not taking anything from him, but but you know, like we discussed before, when you get that white guy who you know who who is a favorite on a team like the Lakers, he's for sure gonna you know be a bit. I don't want to say overhyped, but the enthusiasm is not going yeah. to be the same if he was fucking, you know, doing this shit, you know, for the Utah Jazz, you know, or the Charlotte Hornets, right? Or if he was a black dude for the Lakers. No, I, I, I see that point a hundred. I mean, there's, there's no denying that, and he's definitely getting the, um, he's getting a privileged whistle. He's getting a whistle that like we'd all love to see Braun get. He's getting to the line 15 times a game. His last – and I'm not – look, I'm a Lakers fan. I I love his game, like Tyler said. I mean, I, I just – in the NBA right now where a week and a half ago you had Anthony Davis sit a healthy, pain-free game against the Rockets that the Lakers end up losing to really hurt them in a playoff race – like you love having a dude on the court who's just busting his ass, right? Yeah. Like we all like we all love that. Any fan who's, you know, up late on a Wednesday night rooting for an NBA basketball team, you just love to see someone who seems like they care more than you do. And he's been that dude. His last four games for the Lakers, 25 points, 35 points, 16 points, 24 points, shooting over 63% in that stretch, uh, incredibly efficient and getting to the line at a, you know, again, that's Maybe twelve he's minute some, highlight some take numbers, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> At least ten minutes. At least a yeah. ten minute highlight take. He bro. earned eight. He, he's let, not, let's say he, let's say he earned four, and then he gets another Matt four Ryan. for being on the Lakers. He's not and he gets Matt another, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not. We, you know, we, we're not. I, mean, I, I think he's. Yes, the hype is bigger because because he, he's playing for the Lakers, but he's still a really. He's a hooper, like you said. He's, he's sure. a hooper. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and in this game, yeah, I mean like. 
in the fourth quarter, he had some big buckets, you know what I'm saying? Making smart plays, back cuts, all that shit. And then he'll catch, get the ball one-on-one, make a move, get fouled, or get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Like, solid basketball. And also, bro, like, D'Angelo Russell, really good basketball. I mean, bro, I, I liked, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him. He's been yeah. great since he came back from that injury. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I, this team is really fun. This is a fun Lakers team. This is, this is, they're, they're fun to watch even without Bron. They'll be yeah. good when Bron's back, though. I'm interested in seeing how that works out. I, it, it, it will be interesting if they manage to beat uh, if they manage to beat the Thunder on Friday night. They will be at 500 for the first time, I believe, since January. Oh, last 22. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but he, he's get Austin Reeves is giving him a lift. Obviously, Bron would. <laughs> it'd be great to get Bron back. At some we, point. we would like the Bron lift. <laughs> we would. <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. for it. You know, we're hoping for it. Um, also, Wednesday night, uh, John Morant back came off the bench, 17 points. A um, couple very nice plays that let us know the Caught springs still work. Yeah. Caught a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I two guess I can't body use that with John. Uh, two hand body. No, we can. Story. We can. It's all right. But, you yeah. know. Did y'all yeah, see yeah. he he was up like when someone was being interviewed and he came up and was quoting some young boy lyrics and fucking Skip Bayless and everyone were like, he's quoting lyrics from a song that glorifies gun violence. Listen, bro, if you have to Google the lyrics, if you have to Google the artist of the lyrics some motherfuckers quoting, it ain't your place to speak on. I think that's a good rule of thumb, bro. Period. I, I, I really feel like it. Like, Skip was wilding with that shit, man. Fuck that. Like, but I do think that, you know, shit is being overblown, you know, by the Skips and Baylesses of the world and all that. And I also think that shit is being overblown a bit by, by fucking Jaws peeps as well. Like, did y'all see the redemption hoodies and shit, man? Like, bro. Redemption like, from what? Yeah, Yourself? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Listen, bro, we were all very concerned about you, but I don't think anyone threw this kid away. I think we were all like, bro, you're a good kid. You do not be you do not need to need to be doing this. You know, cut this shit out before something serious happens. And it seems like he's he heated that shit and he's on the right path right now. And I think that we can just leave it at that, you know? And you pulled a gun on live. You pulled a gun on live, bro. You're lucky that it was just that. You know, like the, the like the. You're lucky a, David Stern's not the commissioner. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, like it wasn't. You know, it, it was. You pulling a gun on live was made. The smallest deal getting pulling a gun on live could be made. You know what I'm saying? Come on, G. Well, and I, I I just think Tyler's exactly right. Like we grew up in the '90s when basketball players were getting thrown away by corporate sports companies for having tattoos, bro. Like exactly. AI <laughs> a- used to get airbrushed, bro. Like right. you know what I'm saying? You know, and like and, and like Stephen Jackson and 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 fucking um um uh, uh Tinsley were at the strip club having shootouts in the parking lot. I'm not exact over exaggerating. Google that right. shit. You know, what didn't I'm he saying? get his teeth right. knocked out because he got hit by a car and it flipped his ass? Yeah, he was shooting at a car trying to hit him, and he fucking emptied the shit, and they still hit his ass. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and the John Morant IG live thing was met with like everyone I saw just overwhelming concern. Like yeah. I, we're not right. where we need to be on mental health and all these other issues, but like everyone's first reaction was like, "Get him some help, man! We can't let this kid fuck right, his, You know right. what I mean? Like right. I, I uh, and I was happy. I was really happy about that. So yeah, like the redemption. I, you know, you guys know Shar's an English teacher. She teaches. She teaches at Poly. She teaches at Inner City High School. One of the her pet peeves is whenever you hear the rappers or whoever talk about like 
my, my English teacher told me <laughs> I wouldn't be. I shit. wasn't gonna be the platinum hey. rapper. Hey, but 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 it's to, big to, energy to, on to, that shirt to, from that. To, to, to those rappers' credit, Rick Ross has one of my favorite fucking lines in rap history, and it's about exactly that when he said, "My teacher told me that I'd be a piece of shit." Seen her the other day driving a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like that is art, dog. Like I don't care if you're lying. <laughs> That shit moves me. <laughs> but yeah, I do think John's overblowing shit here. I'm totally with you on that. But yes. Like like it's the redemption from a dumb thing you did that you didn't get. Like that your consequences were objectively very reasonable to yeah, more than reasonable. <laughs> like right. right. Yeah. 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 Th- you know, that's all thing. I don't think anyone reasonable threw John away. I think if if you were reasonable about this, you were just, you know, legitimately concerned for this young man. For sure. That's it. Uh, um, here's something that's a little easier to make fun of. Did y'all see the play at that towards the end of the third quarter in the Mavs Warriors game? Yes. Okay. John, did you see this? No, I didn't see it. Uh-uh. Okay. You're going to, uh, well, duck off social media for the rest of the day. Cause people are going to be bitching about it for the rest of the day <clears throat> before a play going into timeout, the NBA referee officiating the game, in my opinion, very clearly signals Ball out of bounds, possession oh, I to saw the that. Warriors. I saw that. Okay. I saw that. I saw that. Timeout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mavericks. The <clears throat> Mavericks felt he signaled it's the Mavericks ball. Mm-hmm. Timeout to the Mavericks. You can watch the replay. It's very clear what happened. The Mavs came out and went like they were on offense. They're on the wrong side of the court. And I'm the Warriors. The, yeah, I, I, I think the refs signal timeout, Mavs, Mavs ball though, and then they no, reversed. he did not. He signaled sure? Warriors ball. Yes. Be, be, I think that, that that the whole shit is that they reversed the call and didn't tell the Mavs during the timeout. That's, that's it looked to me was. in the replay like he says he because he he pointed first Warriors ball and then timeout and then points at the Mavs bench. That's what I saw. Mark Cuban and the rest of Mavs Nation feel like they got robbed. They they have lobbed an official protest uh, already with the with the NBA. But listen, the first rule of boxing is protect yourself at all times, right? That is fundamentally the first rule in every sport. If you are lining up all five of you on offense in your end of the court, and you see that there are four warriors on the other side of the court, it is your responsibility as a coach to call timeout or as players to try and figure out what's going on before Kevon Looney is dunking the ball. Like, I just don't understand bitching about this. You're watching the referee hand them the basketball on the other side of the court. I mean, I, I can understand, like, in the moment being confused initially, like, what the fuck's going on? And then you see at the end, I mean, it happened fairly Mark quickly. Mark Cuban said it's the worst call possible ever in the NBA. I mean, I, when I, as watching it, it seemed like it happened fairly quickly to me, like, watching the video. You know what I mean? I mean, I, and it was a clip of it. So I don't know, like, how long it took to walk to each side and all that shit, right? But, like, it happened pretty quickly. And as the ball's getting passed in, then the... The Mavs were running down court, but I, I could see like chilling, waiting, like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, ho- oh hell no. Nah. And then you make the move. <laughs> By the time you said, oh, hell no, nah, the ball's already getting passed in and a nigga ducking that bitch. You feel me? Like, I think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, nah, that, I think it's more the coaches. More the ref should have called time out and been paying attention. I will, I, I, I'm going to send this clip to the, to the motherfucking group chat. Looks like the ref for sure called Mavs ball on it. I saw Tyler on that moment. Watch it again, though. Yeah, like, he, 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 signals was, Ma- he goes, he, he signals Mavs ball, and then he uses his thumb. He like points backwards and says it's actually he changes his mind. It's Warriors. 
Yeah, like he signals it's, in it's the close. moment that it's he the signals Mavericks call. first, and then he's he like points like behind his head with his thumb that he like is switching the call. Um, it looks th- to me like a, like he called it. I mean, I, I it looks how to me close like was the game. How well? How was it? It was a. It, it ended it was, up being a like a one or two point game. It was a two point game because it was a five point game, and then the Mavs had like a meaningless buzzer beater three. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, I was I was with. I mean, I was basically, you know, on, 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 had the same train of thought as Mike had. Like, you know, I was really just like, hey, what can you do? Charges to the game, shit happens, refs fuck up or whatever. Until it was revealed to me that if Cuban's challenge is upheld, the Mavs and Warriors would have to replay the game from that moment on, you know, when, when, when that happened on the clock. And then I was like, well, shit. <laughs> like, maybe it ain't just charges to the game because I think Cuban's got a case here. Like, Cuban might fuck around and get a refund check from the game. We'll see. So, um, <laughs> I don't so, yeah. know. I don't know which, which is harder to prove to me that the refs made a mistake by not being more demonstrative, signaling that it was a Warriors ball, or that that swings a basketball game when it happened in the third quarter. Like, neither if, one of those things are, are that convincing to me. If, if, if they weren't clear on it, I think that you have a case there because, you know, once I found out that that you, that they would po- they could possibly re- replay it, that intrigued me a bit, and I did some digging, and I find out that there have only been two replayed basketball right. games in NBA history. Um, the first one was in like I think '82 with with Spurs versus Lakers. You know, Iceman versus Showtime. The second one was 2008. It was Heat Heat's versus Hawk, where the the refs sent Shaq to the bench, fouled him out on his fifth foul. And, yes. and they, they reversed that shit and they had them play that. And the most interesting thing that hopped out to me w- when I researched that was, do y'all know who the starting point guard for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons, for the Atlanta Hawks was that season? No. Nah. It was Tyron Lue. I've oh, told y'all be- <laughs> Yeah, I've told y'all before I have a theory that Tyron Lue is basketball Forrest Gump, right? T- he, uh, he, totally. <laughs> yes, he played with MJ. He yeah. played with Kobe. He coached Braun. Was part of what I and plenty of others think was the greatest postseason team of all time with the 0-1 Lakers, right? He was on the receiving end of Allen Iverson's most iconic play in One those of the finals. most iconic pictures ever, yes. <laughs> right, right. Then he leaves the, the, the Lakers, and he went to play with MJ. He gets, he gets into coaching. His first season coaching, he's with the Celtics in the year that they took Kobe 7. Right, he follows Doc Rivers to the Lob City Clippers. He, got, he gets out of there. He goes to Cleveland. He coaches Braun. Black gets the boot. And in Lou's first season as head coach, he's the head coach, you know, of the team that pulls off the greatest comeback in finals history yep. against yep. the greatest regular season team of all time. And and like sandwiching all of this, I just find out tonight that he was part of one of only two replayed games in NBA history, bro. It's, it's this wild. From, he's, this he's also is, only he's also only forty five years old. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's another thing. On, on a non basketball note. On a non-basketball note, he was a freshman at Nebraska in fall 95 for one. I never heard of a hooper coming out of Nebraska. He might be the only motherfucking one. And two, if you're a college football fan and you hear Nebraska 95, then you already know, right? Like, that's a team that many consider the greatest college football team of all time. Of all time. I'm an Owen Keynes fan myself, but plenty of folks say the 95 Huskers are the greatest college team of all time. And in 95, when they pulled that off, they probably had the strongest case of any team up to that point. So, yeah. They had some just, generational steroids on that 95 to- Team, bro. Yeah, I bro. Mean, they had the pure uncut black tar steroids. <laughs> right. <at> that <laughs> but, but but that's just Ty Lue, bro. Basketball yeah. Forrest Gump, an interesting dude who's always on the scene for so much historic shit. I, this to me feels like 
more of a like L2M like hey like at worst a like hey this was this was boffed up. The the Heat Hawks one that was the only one that I remembered. You have to replay that because that's player availability for twenty five percent of the game, right? Like I just don't see that being the same as 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 this situation. But but we'll see. It'll be entertaining as hell if they run, especially with how things are on the West. Yeah, that's if they the whole have thing. To run back a whole quarter like right? that. Right, there is such a log jam in the West. Like one loss can knock you from number seven to number twelve. Right. So I don't know, man. I think Cuba might have a case. We'll see. John. Any other thoughts? No other thoughts, my guys. You know what I'm All saying? Right. What do you guys think of uh, – <laughs> I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this, but Kyrie Irving, you know, it's all square um, <laughs> with all the dumb <laughs> shit he did for how funny the moment was <laughs> of Dylan Brooks trying to do a jersey saw with him. Bro, what was, just kind of patting him on the shoulder and walking away without what, taking what was, we, we need that motherfucking quote from Kyrie on what he said about that. We need to read that shit word for word on what he said he ain't <laughs> take Dylan Brooks. Right. Hold up. I am searching for that shit right now. All right. You look at it. <laughs> John, would you take Dylan Brooks's sweaty jersey if offered? My nigga, what do you think, bro? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Fuck you, me. Dylan can sign that motherfucker and hand it to me. I. I give him the same pack Kyrie did. Nigga, who wants Dylan Brooks jersey? And this kind of adds more like, you know what I'm saying, like what, what what Draymond was saying about like his team not liking him. I think the league in general just doesn't really fuck with Dylan. You know what there's I'm saying? There's a couple guys. There's a, yeah, there's, a couple, there's a couple guys in the league that are just sort of generally him, Gogurt, with. and you know, he 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 right up there. He he, you know, he's at the top of the ladder with Gogurt, you know what I mean? So, doesn't didn't surprise me, but you got you got that you can go ahead no, so, so, so Kyrie said i'll probably get it next time not this time i was really on to the next thing my thoughts process wise like <laughs> bro so basically you handed that man your jersey and it was not even on your mind to receive your jersey back from that dude you were doing you you were helping a make-a-wish kid in, in your mind you didn't even look at that motherfucker like a beer he was like bro i had shit to do man i just gave this dude my jersey and kept it moving like god damn someone said it's just it's just laundry at that point. yeah it's laundry at just- that point you just give a motherfucker your jersey and walk off ah <laughs> uh, right. brooks man God bless. Uh, the must is strong with that one. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He is. He, I, I've said this before about Dylan Brooks. Like, you know, we, this is the first year we're doing the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year Award. We need a, a Dennis Rodman. You always got some shit going with you award because Dylan Brooks would be a unanimous fucking winner for that shit, dog. The fuck is this guy on award? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you doing, bro? Award. The, the Dennis Rodman. What the fuck award? Hell yeah. I love that. Actually. How did that, that even happen? The jersey swap in the beginning, like you know what I'm saying. Like he went up to Kyrie and asked for his jersey, and then Kyrie teetered his jersey like it was fucking laundry. Like nigga, I'm cool. Yeah, I like, think it was, Kyrie like, it was responsibility. Just his jersey off, and Dylan Brooks walked up to him. Okay, and Kyrie handed him his jersey and then walked away. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> what's fun? What's fun? This is. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's feels a little bit like you know. It feels a little fucked up or whatever, but. 
the jersey swap thing is usually pretty formalized. You know what I mean? Like the football players all know before the game, like, okay, this is my guy. Like we're, we're trading. Yeah. Jerseys. That's what I was wondering. Was it set up like that? And he it, just said, like, no, that's totally different. The jersey than, swaps are. Yeah, so that's yeah. why like Dylan Brooks just sort of like maybe not knowing the protocol and that and just walking up to Kyrie and like, yeah, <laughs> it's like so funny to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a little, it's such a curvier enthusiasm episode in the NBA. I can't even like really wrap my head around it, but, um, all right, let's talk about, there was a really nice moment. I know all of us, um, were really, really happy about this, but Kevin Garnett doing, I believe Kevin Hart's podcast, um, revealed that after Kobe passed away, he was one of the many NBA guys who, really reevaluated things and understood like kind of how precious and unpredictable our time on, uh, on the planet is and said that he patched things up with Ray Allen after that happened with Kobe. Um, and I, you know what that it really was moving to me. And I think you guys kind of felt the same way, but, um, it's great to see growth like that from anyone, especially someone that's able to kind of share that perspective, hopefully with some, some younger people as well. Yeah, man. Um, I appreciate KG for, you know, letting us in on that. And it was, it was, you know, the beat between them and Ray was all stupid and it was just straight basketball shit. Yeah. Ray Allen got tired of being on the trading block all the time. So he went to the heat and then it's been this, you know, this, this fucking beef with them and with KG and Pierce and all those guys for saying where they don't fuck with him. And it was just basketball, bro. Like, you know, good on KG for for realizing that, you know, this was your brother. This is a dude who, you know, you spent fucking years together with. Y'all y'all got a reign together with, you know, and, and then all that shit soured because he left and went somewhere else. And good on him for realizing how petty, how minuscule that shit is in the grander scheme of things. And good on him for patching that shit up. I didn't know how much it bothered me because when I saw that, I was like, damn, am I crying in the club, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? It kind of made me emotional. Like, that was beautiful to see. I didn't know. How much that situation, like, damn, that, that, I don't know, but it meant a lot to see him say that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like, over basketball, you know, it's a business, man. You know what I mean? Everybody knows it's a business. You taking it, you know what I mean? As a, as a loyalty situation, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't necessarily get that shit. Like you were saying, Tyler, it wasn't, it's just over basketball, like, which is a, a business decision he made for himself. And it just didn't seem like it made sense, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they figured that shit out. Cause like you said, if something would have happened, it would have fucked with him. And just hearing them, right. you know, come to that realization that 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 was that was moving for me. This March, protect yourself against upsets with Bracket Parlay Insurance on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot. Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Right now, all customers can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay of three legs or more falls one leg short. Guys, we've been uh, watching the NCAA tournament. Big games coming up Thursday, Friday, Sweet 16 games. What are your picks for the Sweet 16? All right, so I think we're at the stage in the tournament where coaching matters a whole damn lot. So I'm going to go with Izzo with Michigan State over Kansas State. Um, I was just informed today that Dan Hurley is the coach of UConn, so I'm going to go with UConn over Arkansas. <laughs> um, I don't even know FAU's coach, but always if we're talking coaching, you always pick against Rick Barnes, so I'm going FAU over Tennessee. And I am going Mark Few over Mick Cronin, along with Drew Timmy, who I'm sure is a 42-year-old player coach. So there th- that counts there, too. So, yeah, those are my picks. So I'm picking... I'm taking Kansas State over Michigan State. I'm taking... Uh, Arkansas over UConn. I'm taking Tennessee over FAU, and I'm taking UCLA over Gonzaga. That's basically the exact opposite of what Tyler's taking. I'm thinking. We'll see what happens with that. Two men enter, only one shall leave. <laughs> with a parlay, you can turn a small bet into a slam dunk. <laughs> and with cash out, you're calling the shots. You can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Just sign into your FanDuel Sportsbook account or go to fanduel.com slash J-A-N-J to sign up today. That's fanduel.com slash J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus bet, $25 per day unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. Moving off of sports and onto nonsense. Um, Char sent me this. She thought this might be of uh, interest to our listeners. Headline. An alligator knocks on a door in Florida, waits for the owner to come out, and bites him. 
Hey, please give me more context, bro. I need more information. We need more than that. Continue. There's more. There has to be more, right? A nine-foot-long alligator approached the house of Scott Hollingsworth, who was watching TV with his wife. I First of all, I'm always so angry when I read stories like this. We need journalists to dive deeper. What mm-hmm. was this man watching with his wife on television when the alligator knocked on his door? Make us, that put changes us, put the us whole in the room. of the evening. Put yes. us in the room. You know Is what I mean? Is there carpeting or hardwood? Like I need, There's I need no colors. There's no I need color. to be there. There's no Ima- color, man. Imagine missing the final Jeopardy question to get bit by a fucking alligator. <laughs> was it final Jeopardy or was it? <laughs> God damn. The animal uh, banged his tail on the door, made a noise. When Hollingsworth opened it to see what the sound was about, the alligator bit his leg. Got his ass. <laughs> he said, quote, I jumped up and I, I, he heard a bump at the door. He said, I jumped up and headed over and opened the door, stepped out while trying to reach the lights and barely got out the door when my leg was clamped on and it started shaking really violently. The 56-year-old said that he had never had any problems with a wild animal before. He said, we see alligators behind our house. It's a regular thing, but they always keep their distance from us. Animal ended up being uh, killed by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Um, and the guy said, it happened so quickly. wasn't a whole lot of time. It was just total surprise and shock. I suspect I surprised the alligator as much as he surprised me. He was bitten on the upper thigh. And ended up Jeez. not having uh, not having non life threatening injuries, which the is a hell upper, of a fucking story. Yeah, the the upper thigh. That motherfucker lunged at him. If it was the upper thigh, like God damn, bro. And that femoral artery is right there, dog. Yep, like yep, shit could have yep, gone yep, real yep, bad. Yep. Uh, well, was this Florida? Yes. I think you in Florida. No matter what, you gotta just have a gun when you answer the door, nigga. <laughs> you can bring bring your weapon with you. Had a, had a shotgun sitting right by the door, baby. You just never know, dog. You know he what I mean? Probably would have shot his dick off. Yeah. Trying to, trying to, trying to shoot an alligator. Well, he almost got his, his dick thigh. bit off not having a gun. So, you know, it's, you know, hey, you roll your dice. You see, you see what happens. I'd rather have a gun on my side than just luck. You feel yeah. what I mean? And, and 56, I feel like 56, that's right on the borderline where I think an alligator might, <laughs> it might, it might take your ass out up here, you know, on land. Alligator, yeah. Alligators are weak as fuck on land. For one, they can't zigzag run. Two, that their jaws, like they, their clamp down power is tremendous, but they can't clamp up. They, uh, yeah. You can, you can, you can, with your hand, hold your an alligator's hand, mouth yeah. shut. Hold a fucking yeah. alligator's mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, alligators, like, they're extremely disadvantaged on land. But I don't know. I feel like 56, that's kind of, that's kind of like the board. It might line. beat your ass, nigga. Yeah, it might get you out of here, dog. It might put, it might put them paws on you, nigga. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I just, the, the story's not as funny as the headline, but the headline is like one of the funniest thing ever. Knocked on the door, <laughs> opened the door, and just bit him on the leg. With the headline <laughs> like that, you gotta add color, color in the story, man. Agreed. You totally know what agree. I mean? Come on, G. Get the, Scott Hollingsworth, come on, Jenkins and Jones, and tell us what TV show you were watching with your wife, bro. <laughs> come on. We'll hey, do Jackson, a half hour Saturday him? interview. <laughs> He's 56. He probably, I mean, he might have nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? He probably chilling. See what that. See what that. Uh, Get him Florida on a Saturday episode. He don't be doing shit like, on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> Besides getting bit by gators, nigga. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <clears throat> um, all right. Well, speaking of uh, alligator-looking creatures and violence, uh, I sent <laughs> I sent you all the video, but uh, Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> 
Oh, Lord J- Jesus jumped. Christ almighty. <laughs> at an L.A. <laughs> fitness. <laughs> Guys, can you in come Florida up with no well. shoes on? He ain't even had no shoes on, nigga. Can you come up with five worse places to get jumped than barefoot in an L.A. fitness locker bathroom? <laughs> Bro, that's a that's a fucking. There's I'm, probably my heart three does not naked white with man. sympathy. There but is boy. That is that's a fucking tough scene. Bro. There is probably three naked white men just staring at him. Get up. <laughs> 70 plus staring at him get fucking dragged. Balls rested nigga. on the side you know of the knee. Mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Leave the print on the motherfucking shit when they get up. Just nuts and booty meat sweat, nigga. You know what I mean? Just ba- bad. None of, I don't want none of that shit, dog. Bro, I mean, but he's earned it, bro. Powdering his testicles, powdering his yacht sale-sized testicles. If anybody's (laughs) getting beat up in front of three naked, sweaty white men (laughs) in in an L.A. fitness bathroom, it's that nigga. And also, bro, like, nigga, you know, bro, cut your hair, bro. You know what I'm saying? You you, you ask it. That, that, bro, that, that hair is a bullseye, nigga. You you know, like, dog, it's, it's, it's silly. It's silly. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I saw it floated out there that Takashi might have set this up. I, he didn't. He didn't. No, bro. Did, I don't know. It looked like did they were pulling those face? kicks. Did you bro, see his th- face, nigga? He got. He, we got makeup done too before the shit. To be, I mean, you know what I mean. You take an ass whooping, you know, for for promo. Plenty of people have done that, nigga, bro. Tyler. Plenty of people get their ass. Yes, bro. I what? feel like we at the barbershop right now, yeah. low key, dog. You know, this I mean, is, I just, I just do not see a regular fucking thirty-four-year-old UPS truck driver seeing Takashi at his gym and deciding to bring justice to him. You know I, I, what I'm I mean, saying? Like, I, 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 why? I, I thought I, it was. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought the dude who started it was like a younger. Hispanic. They look a little younger, like a you know, to me. You know, he. he I don't he know. You got to be I know a who you're dumb talking about. There was there was a motorcycle looking dude in there, though. I know who you're talking about. You got to uh, be a dumb motherfucker to beat someone up at the gym where there's cameras. Everyone know your fucking membership has your name, your phone number, your address. Bro, like, we there, he was in Florida. There's a lot of dumb motherfuckers that would do some dumb motherfucker shit. You feel me? Like, dog, I, I'm I, I probably have seemed dumber. I might have done I dumber. I just do not. It, it like I said, this shit got legs with me. I just do not see a bunch of Florida dudes saying, yeah, you snitched on these Brooklyn bloods. It's payback time. Like, I why? I definitely see that, bro. A lot of fake-ass niggas is like, no, this is snitch. We got to beat his ass. Yeah, I don't think, you know what I'm saying, bro? Or real niggas, too. I see a lot of motherfuckers making an excuse to beat that motherfucker's ass, dog. It's just, we're gonna bro, track it makes this. a lot of we're, sense. We're going to track this. I'll say this. If he staged it, it will come out. Takashi 6 9 Someone will snitch on you. Gosh, I saw, I saw, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, they made a, the, they made a song about her. Uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, she's VJ. I think she's a VJ. Black chick. Um, there was a song on, oh, fuck, I don't know. What's, you, I can't even remember the niggas that made the song for it. These but, are uh, the worst moments being on a uh, podcast when uh, uh, John just looked up at us like, someone rescue me, and Tyler and I are like, I got I nothing I have no idea. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs <laughs> made a song about her. Freddie Gibbs oh, wrote a song. Oh, Scotty Bean. Scotty nigga, Bean. That's all you had to say? No, nigga. I, no, but I, had, yeah. I, had to, I forgot Freddie Gibbs' name, nigga. You know one, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So I know Freddie exactly what that feels like. That felt like it took an hour and a half for you, didn't it? No, I didn't give a fuck, honestly. We've been doing this pod for seven years, dog. I probably done that 14 times nigga <laughs> i'm cool but no but no but i, I was trying for me more for myself i was like who i, I want to get this out but no scotty beam she said that she thinks it was a um she thinks the same thing you thought Tyler. she said it, she thought it was they was pulling those kicks dog 
Look at that shit again, man. I mean, I, I don't think they wanted to like beat the nigga to the till he couldn't get up. But I think they was just trying to get their issue on some popping shit. Somebody was recording it. I don't know, man. I, I, don't I, know. I, I shit, shit, shit looks like wrestling if you look at it through that lens. I'm I don't telling know. You, I, I'm I telling did. I watched you, it again because I saw. Uh, I saw another nigga on Twitter saying, I, I watched it again. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. I, I, what, what, what decided it for me was his face, though. When I saw his face, I, I was going like, to say, the, the, my argument against it, because I, I, I can see what you're saying, at least about one of the rib kicks looks like it might have, you know, he's not trying to kill him or whatever, but his face is fucked up, bro. His face is I don't fucked know. up. Yeah, his face is fucked up. And I, I, I feel like you I've could stage it without having to go to the hospital get your face reconstructed. <laughs> and, I, and I've been in fights where I've like where I've like pulled punches, and I was, you know, what I'm saying like where I'm like after I got my issue, you know what I mean? Like I've I remember particularly kicking a nigga Keith, stomping his ass out, but I wasn't stomping him like I wanted to because I was like I ain't trying to get in trouble, trouble. I'm just trying to beat this nigga ass for the one time. So I mean, I I I, I feel like it, it makes sense to me, dog. He, I don't think they was trying to beat him unconscious. They were just trying to beat his ass. They was talking to him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I can see some niggas doing some nigga shit. It was a clout jumping, though. It oh, was yeah, like, for sure. It was clearly a, like, for are sure. you filming this? You know what I mean? It was, I'm going to, I beat that nigga Takashi ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, homie shit. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I would, yes. All right. Did you guys see the video of uh, Mike? Or I think one of you guys sent me the video, actually, of Mike Tyson in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't think I why, said did, that. why did he do that grown man that. like that dog he why? didn't know he <laughs> didn't know he doesn't know he's 20 the, 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 the neck nuzzle let's you do that so, you don't okay, you so, don't okay, do that so, okay. to any child older than four he years he doesn't old, know he's not four tyler he thinks <laughs> so, he's four okay the context for the people who've not seen the video is hasbala is like a eastern european celebrity uh shorter gentleman he is a grown man but he does not appear to be a girl. Like he's very, very small, and he he is also like in the MMA world. I know that like he's kind of the mascot <laughs> for some fighters, right? And he really, but like a, according to a lot of people around, that he really will walk up and cold cock you because he knows he's like a little person and he, and he can get away with this shit. Yeah, yeah, but so he's. I mean, I've seen video on Twitter a ton of times of him just fucking. Throwing a right cross directly at someone. I might push that little nigga. You still 20, dog. I might push the hell out of his ass. So he's doing a podcast or something with Mike Tyson and he's like fake sparring with him and he kind of caught Tyson. Like three or four times, dog. And Tyson goes, Oh, that hurt. Tyson goes, Oh, that hurt. Like like Tyler said, he did like a three year old neck nuzzle. Like, I couldn't imagine someone doing that to me at 20, though. Are you, and 20 is the age where you think you are the grownest of grown. I could not imagine a grown man giving me the neck nuzzle Mike at 20 Tyson. years old. Mike Tyson, too. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if he doesn't deal with this more being the situation he's in. You feel what I'm saying? Like, dog. But, yeah, I think I don't think Tyson knew. I don't think Tyson knows that's a grown man that he's like, you know I me, mean? <laughs> treating like a four-year-old dog. I did that with Somi today. <laughs> today, bro, I did that with my with my baby girl. Dog. That is, I do that daily with my baby girl because I know there's gonna be a day when I can't. When you have Bula, there's not a day. That day, <laughs> yeah. So. 
Hasbullah, is that how you pronounce his name, actually? Hasbullah? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I see motherfuckers on Twitter trying to cancel him. They're saying he's a fascist. I don't fucking know. <laughs> There's hey, no bro. one is safe. No one is safe, dog. They calling that motherfucker a fascist. He probably is, nigga. He probably is. He I know he's Eastern is. European, right? It's not, it's not hey, a listen. far pitch. I, hey, but listen, I got, hey, I'm going to tell you, bro. I'm not canceling him. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not, not doing him. it. I'm not canceling him. <laughs> you know I'm sure I mean? that I don't agree with him about one aspect of the natural or moral world, and I'm not canceling he that. Got, he got neck nuzzled by, by Mike Tyson. It's equal. He's a fascist. He got neck nuzzled, nuzzled. You know what I mean? That's a 20-year-old. I call it equal, man. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you got to walk a mile in those slippers. Those little shoes before you can judge that guy for being a a fascist, bro. You don't know. You look at the world from Hasbro's perspective. You might have some different beliefs. And and walk a mile in them size six C's. And see see if you wouldn't be a fascist as well, nigga. Put on them two T-pants, nigga. See how far you'll make it without being fascist, <laughs> I can't believe you, you give a fuck f- about the political beliefs of Hasbula, dog. Bro, bro, I'm not tripping, bro. I don't have that. Do not. Better battles to fight, man. Do not. Do not. Do not. Yeah. 25,000 steps to get around that track four times for a mile, bro. Bro, bro. <laughs> I'll be fascist, Give my too. man a break. <laughs> Give him a fucking break, bro. <laughs> he getting kissed on the neck by fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At 20. Because he thinks he's a baby. Bro, I'm sorry, dog. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> tripping on, on, on what his political beliefs are. I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm sorry. All right. Um, let's let's talk about Hoka Gate. Oh, speaking man. of speaking oh, of abnormally man. sized shoes, oh, let's man. talk about this shit. <laughs> listen to me. You listen to me. I am a fucking conspiracy theorist about this shit. You think I have the times paid? written down. You think I'm John paid? tweeted at oh, twelve twenty two p.m. I broke down and bought some hokas at one twenty five p.m. The fucking Atlantic's Amanda Mole, who I love as a journalist, yeah. tweets out. Oh, it's super cool to wear Hoka's in orthopedic shoes now and post a whole story she probably been working on for like a month. You really timing your fucking old man shoe rollout with the Atlantic now? You, fucking, you think you think me and her influence did, did, did a tandem post, the tandem behind the scenes handshake post. We're going to take over the world. Your fucking IG post is from the Jethro Jenkins and the Atlantic. Right, 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 bro. No, honestly, bro. The initial, like, the initial day was sad. It was sad. It started off very sad. Rather came with me to front runners. I got my foot scanned, and I I tried on every shoe, running shoe possible. I was like, bro, I'm trying. I I said it specifically to the man. I want to do everything but the hocus. You see, he's like, bro. I'm gonna give you all the shoes and you make your decision. I asked him, I said, yo, bring it. Hey man, where the sock these at? We can we can find something else, right? The Hoka was the one. The Hoka was the one, dog. I hated it, dog. I still can't <laughs> believe I got some fucking hokas, nigga. I still low-key can't believe can't, can't believe it. But also I found out I wear eleven and a half, not eleven. I've been wearing eleven 
since fucking 10th grade, nigga. Well, shit, probably ninth grade. You feel me? But I mean, but anyway, regardless of that, G, got the shoes on, got some insoles, my nigga. Took a, took a, took, a, took my hocus for a spin <laughs> on the treadmill, nigga. The best run of my life. Usually, like my knee has. To, I, I, I start off like on a six, you know, just to like jog and get my knee warmed up, nigga. None of that. You feel me? Knee was feeling good. Back didn't tighten up after the run and shit, bro. Look. Mo ugly, bro. I'm dead serious when I say it. I'm a truck nigga. I don't give a fuck how ugly the shoe is, motherfucker. This is this is this it, bro. I, I, these these are the best running shoes I've ever had by far. I run on my toes. It's a toe strike shoe, according to the guy in front runners. A toe strike shoe. <laughs> I got some Belega running socks with it as well. He sold me on everything, nigga. Took took a took a ticket from a nigga, nigga. Like he he made a bag off me. But anyway, regardless. It's a great, hey, nigga, I'm telling y'all, bro. Y'all you look like a fucking Christmas ham when you walked in that place. No, bro. <laughs> he, he knew he was running it up on me, nigga. He knew, bro. He knew it. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm rob him with everything he got, nigga. Bro, hey, I put them motherfuckers on. What's crazy is I was like, I was, I was like, man, these New Balance, they look kind of sleek and they were comfortable. I'm like, okay, this is at least something that I, I don't wear a New Balance for real, but like this, like running shoes at least. But I was like, you know, this is something I could kind of fuck with, you feel me? And he was like, you know, hey, that's a heel strike shoe. And Rod looked at me like, bro, you walk on your toes. You, you boy, you better get them hocus. She just pointed the hocus, didn't do nothing else. Her and her Air Max 97s, the, the, the Puerto Rican silver bullets and shit. Like, she, she, like, limited edition shit. She like, get the hocus, nigga. But anyway, bro, I got the hocus. And, hey, I'm not mad at it. Like I said, bro, the way I feel running, it, I, <laughs> yesterday, I was looking at half marathon training. <laughs> I, might, damn. I might be bro this shit this shit feels great it a week great. ago you couldn't outrun the gator at the fucking retirement home in florida we were about to With, send you right to, and now you're training my knee, for half marathon. my knee was trash bro my knee was trash <laughs> nigga and i've always loved running you know what i mean I, like i like loved it, but i've always loved it for cardio because i think it's the I, I get the most results from running and boxing one of the two you feel what i'm saying and a stairmaster, they're one of those three. But regardless, bro, I- I'm back, bro. Them shit's fire. Y'all can run in these in these shoes if you want. Them them, them motherfucking cute shit. But nigga, you, you you're beating your body up, nigga. I'm it's hanging on to the it. Ultra Boost with the um the game day insoles. Shout out to Nate Jones, the move ins, um, move friend, jo- friend, yeah, friend of the pods, the the, the move uh, move insoles. I got a pair of those Ultra insoles Boost. too. They're yeah. fire as fuck. The, the insoles yeah. are crazy. I'm telling well, I'm- you. The shoes ain't comparing, bro. I, I've I've had the Ultra Boost. I've I've had a pair of them, my nigga. They're not comparing to them Hocus. I'm Tom. Sorry, I hate to say it. Uh, I'm I'm glad you you're embracing the fuck it. Let's get ugly aspect of shit because you are you a cute motherfuckers. I do not understand caring caring about what you look like when you work out, dog. I be in the gym not giving a fuck. Like yellow shirt, burgundy shorts, purple sneakers. I don't care, dog. <laughs> like I mean, I'm my, there my to fit, fucking bro. burn some calories. You yeah, know, yeah. goddamn. You know, go go a little wild on the bench. Like I don't be giving a fuck about looking cute when I go to the gym, dog. Yeah, I feel you on that, but I just I just don't like putting buying ugly shoes. Like I just I just hate, bro. I. Feel, that's a big fat ass shoe, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm a child, I'm making fun of me. You know what I'm saying? Like every, every, every single day of my life hates this version of me prior to getting them hokas. I think I mean? the, the 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 reason the reason that I'm not wearing hokas and the, that I am wearing ultra boost, and to your point, Tyler, is I 
if they were cheap, I'd be wearing them for sure. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to buy something that's expensive and ugly I feel that you. I don't like. You know what I mean? So the Ultra Boosts are expensive, but they look good. They're cute. You know what I mean? They're cute. Yeah, and they're cushioned yeah. enough that they've, you know, they they've they've worked for me. But I literally don't know anyone who's worn Hoka's when they were running that has ever worn another shoe after. And I told y'all, I'm friends with uh, someone who's on the U.S. national team as a. a, a I guess I shouldn't say what don't, distance, don't, but yeah, as a yeah, runner, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a Nike athlete, but they train at Hoka's because they're just like, nah, man, that's the one. Like, I don't even feel it on my feet the next day, bro, mm-hmm. bro nigga. Y'all know me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I like cute. We need shit. ad money. This is bullshit. But, but, this but, like but the I'm saying, but I'm saying, but, but, but y'all know I like cute shit, dog. Y'all know me, bro. And for me to say fuck that, <laughs> ugly me, please, nigga, dog. <laughs> You know them shoes felt great. You know what I mean? I'm like, dog, from like, bro, crazy. Crazy. I mean, I'm not wearing them shits nowhere outside of the gym, bro. <laughs> you saw you saw when I was in the car you making said, the video. You said you were I had sit the down shoe the in my hand. You feel me? You feel me? I, I had the shoe in my hand in the car because they wasn't on my feet no more, dog. I took the motherfuckers <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? But on the treadmill, bro, running, incredibly comfortable, bro. Ain't nothing like them. And there's a whole bunch of niggas that was saying, bro, I'm trying, like in my DMs, like I'm trying to tell you. And other people are saying, bro, are these that the cold? Like I'm a trying. So I think like like what she was saying, like norm core, is, it shit's been normal, bro. Like- it, it like people wearing these uh uh you know these old people looking shits like Solomon. That's almost kind of that's that's kind of norm core. These Solomon shoes everybody fucking with. I fuck with them too. I don't have a pair, but it's norm core. Like a lot of people wearing this type of old nigga shit, bro. You feel me? It's been like that. Like I like, like I said, members of ASAP were wearing Skechers in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Ever since around that time, you know what I'm saying when that people was buying uh what's those uh the, the monarchs. 2007, 2018. Like, you know, it's been it's been cool. So what she's saying had some, you know, some it was some facts, but no, we didn't. It wasn't a tandem post. We weren't behind the scenes timing mm. up <laughs> my life experience. That was I, actually I, sad initially. Cause I, I was like, damn, I, I'm a hulk nigga. <laughs> I honestly feel that we gotta give the dad shoe movement credit to DC though. They were on that shit way before ASAP out. Like DC is just they are like fucking trendsetters when it comes to the sneakers. DC's been I, wearing New Balance, but I don't know about the dash shoe. I, nah, I I've never nah, seen them nah, wearing Monarch Skechers and shit for a minute, dog. Really? Yes, man. I have. The, ne- bro, I mean, obviously you would know more than I would, but I, I've yeah. never. I know New Balance. I know they had them on lock. I I didn't see them wearing no Skechers. That's crazy, bro. D- DC motherfuckers was on retros when retros weren't cool. Like there was a time where if you wore old sneakers, that shit was whack. These motherfuckers were wearing like kicks from '92 and '98 and shit, which which you know you'd have get you'd have got clowned anywhere else in the country for that shit. But that was fresh to them. Like I DC mean, motherfuckers I, are trendsetters with that kick shit. Dog. Shit, we've been wearing retros since like the early 2000s. Like I remember, like yeah, and they were on that shit in in the mid '90s. I'm telling. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. They yeah, was the first know, motherfuckers yeah. I seen on Slim Fit Fashion too. Like 2000, it's the fucking big T dip set era, seven, three, eight. Yeah, while these motherfuckers, wearing, was, yeah, yeah, these wearing, motherfuckers wearing skinny jeans in like 2002, 2003, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw niggas wearing them in the, that, that time period, but like, yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a whole city. It was like certain people, but for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I, I like I, 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 I didn't see I didn't see niggas wearing sketches. Sketch. The only people I saw wearing sketches was like. ASAP and them type of cool ass niggas until you know they it got more popular amongst the young folks. Yeah, that's crazy. DC doesn't surprise me though. I fuck with DMV all the have, way. Uh, have y'all heard of Rage Rooms? 
No. What, what, what type of white white boy man? Yeah, is I've never. What, is what type this? of punching holes in walls you, type of shit? Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> you heard rage rooms? I have. I actually ha- feel like I was one of the people. Who, I'm one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I invented that. I just like didn't like make like turn into right. the idea, you know. <laughs> Rage rooms guys are like you pay money to go in and they have like bats and sledgehammers and there's like stuff in the room that you're allowed to destroy. So you could like throw glasses against a wall or you could like smash. So absolutely white nonsense. hundred yeah, percent. I remember like people, people would beat up cars. Wasn't that something you could do? Like, what, like on street fighter car. Shit, but um, <laughs> why why do white people have this urge to just break shit all the time? Why? I'm confused at that. I kind of get the glass thing, though. I've never Give taken glass out break. without destroying <sighs> it. Like, if, if, I, if I take glass, if I'm throwing glass out, I'll always yeah. crash it in the That's how I dumpster. invented it. I was helping my friend's parents move, and there was this big glass pane, and we were like, what do we do with this? Like, how do we dispose of this? Destroy like, it. It would be dope if we could just, like, it. chuck it into the street. Not, we were, like, yeah. angry people. We just want, thought it'd be fun to break some glass. We Why'd did you? that. Like, we had a chair that was slightly broken, and my friend Dan and I just, I mean absolutely obliterated it yes. <laughs> in our fucking patio just like so we stomped that shit out like it was Takashi 6 9 paying was, us was, to stomp it out I was gonna go there but I wasn't gonna go there go um, anyway I, I remember oh, fresh. I remember freshman year of college <laughs> we had a parking lot outside of our dorm and motherfuckers would throw like our beer bottles out and just break that shit right and, and, yeah, and, and yeah. like we, we yeah, and we'd hear bottles breaking and we'd be like hey motherfuckers is getting it in tonight you know what I'm saying but uh, even then even then we were throwing out shit that we were done with it wasn't like we were just breaking yeah, yeah, shit for yeah, no fucking yeah, reason yeah, you sure, know what I'm saying right the, the newspaper I, I was at the student newspaper I was at when I was a student at Long Beach State that was our thing was anytime something broke we would take it up to the top of the psychology building which was the tallest building on campus and throw it off the top of the building there was a door to the roof of that building that was always unlocked so when we had a printer that broke at two o'clock in the morning when we were done with the paper we would just walk up there and just throw the shit into the quad off the top and i know whoever had to clean that shit up the next morning was like what the fuck did this fall out of an airplane (laughs) cleaning up a fucking a scattered printer first thing in the morning yeah um anyway the fuck is wrong with college kids man we were fucking stupid i don't know dogs um we well, they used to so you work at a college paper people send you shit to review all the time so people would send us cds because we're a thousand years old and you got a cd that no one cared about the game was always the back wall of our office was made out of like something denser than concrete it was just it was like the fucking hardest surface known to man so if you got a cd that was like some fucking like pop band that you just were like we're never gonna write about in the paper people would just throw it at the back wall as hard as they could and the the game was like who could avoid the shrapnel of the cd exploding off the back wall <laughs> one of my one, one, one thing i hate about apple music is that i don't see niggas frisbee and cds in the bag <laughs> right. do you remember niggas like yes. would pull the cd yes. out of their car and frisbee <laughs> that shit out like yes. that's that is the funniest, most disrespectful <laughs> shit. I, mean, I, I missed that. That was the best part of CD-ROMs ever existed. Was seeing them get thrown out of windows when it was a bad album. <laughs> I, I remember my, my homie Frisbee Mason's second album, Double Up, and that shit was horrible. Like first listen, you know, I was with him when he copped it. We popped it in. We let it run. That shit was garbage. He Frisbee that motherfucker, and boy did we laugh. 
It was. Bro. <laughs> I, I, I told you about my nigga that was really happy about that little flip double album. You know what I'm saying? And I think like by the beginning, the third song in the second album, he was like, "Damn, flipper, <laughs> grab that bitch." Whoop! Threw that motherfucker out the third floor of the dorm, nigga. <laughs> and it was great because the form's so great where it starts here and it turns. Right. It was, it was <laughs> bro, I love it. I'm missing shit. Just you, you ever you ever find a Frisbee CD and bro. play it and realize why it was Frisbee? No, I never You did that? I did. Bro. I was it what was and, was and while it? shit song? is it was it was it was Eminem's shit after I think it was Encore? Was was that the was that the shit when he was rapping like Triumph the comic dog or whatever? The oh, fuck? that was the I third think Encore album. was when it became yeah, because I think yes, yeah. I think that's the album. Yeah, I, I remember th- finding that shit like, oh shit. Uh, Eminem album back because I was an Eminem back fan in the day. Yeah, he was, he was fire. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I came home and I played that shit. And I found a, out exactly that nigga why. said boo, boo. from the <laughs> zone oh, and re frisbeed it. The, <laughs> <laughs> the the dreaded double frisbee, <laughs> nigga. N- dog, dog, dog. There was nothing. We're all the same age. We all remember the fucking. You know, five disc changers or whatever. Yeah. That was the saddest fucking sound when you played an, an album that disappointed the fuck out you, and you found out it was the end. Then you hear your shit change to the next. Is that right after you just listen to a whole album of some bullshit? Like that was the saddest shit, dog. Do y'all remember? Okay, y'all like remember? I used to be DJing with my fucking five CD changer. I'd just be like, no, look, dish three, track four, boom. <laughs> this two track seven boom oh when you had that motherfucker with the remote you was living dog oh, yes crazy. wow wow Dude, i could i could fuck with my brother from like across the house with the remote on that shit because it was like probably some early bluetooth technology it didn't have to have the direct contact so he'd yeah. be like my brother would go into my room or something and i could be like you know give me something to break blah, 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 or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh shit all right the reason i brought up rage rooms uh 45 minutes ago was for the following <laughs> story <laughs> i just needed you to have the context of the rage room so this morning uh or y- yesterday morning uh we took maya my daughter uh in to get uh, oral surgery um she had to have a, a procedure done on uh, both parts of her mouth it's very difficult and um i am for anyone who knows my family notoriously very bad at letting people do medical procedures to my baby girl. Like the, it's always been in our family. It's a joke. It's like, we take Vinny to get his shots. It's like, all right, Vinny, like life is hard sometimes, but like, you know, we can get through it and, and like, you know, learning to be tough and it's okay to hurt. It's okay to feel pain. And then we move past it. And, you know, and then, then when it's Maya's turn to get her shots, it's like looking at the nurse, like you better, find a way to do this without fucking hurting her at all you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway we we t- we took my today and they had to you know they took her to the back and char was just like i i, I walked back in the room after we'd you know they'd taken her back and everything and i just got like my eyes are filled with tears <laughs> like char's just looking at me 
I would have paid a thousand dollars to walk into a room where I was allowed to destroy <laughs> anything in there. So I'm just saying it's a million dollar business idea for anyone who has the funds to start it. For overprotective dads of little girls having medical procedures done, a rage room adjacent to the doctor's office. That's my free idea to you. <laughs> I, I see the vision. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got, we got for today. Uh, definitely check out that episode with Langston on Saturday, and uh, we'll see y'all on Monday. Bye. 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 If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.